When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched The Frighteners. The Frighteners is a 1996 supernatural comedy horror film directed by Peter Jackson and co-written with Fran Walsh. The film follows Frank Bannister, who after a tragic accident, uses his new psychic powers to con people into exercising their houses. But when an evil spirit appears, Frank may be the only one who can stop it from killing the living and the dead. Great, great concept. Oh, very good. fantastic. The idea that you have a guy who is pretending to exercise homes of ghosts, who is using actual ghosts to do so. Yeah, his buddies who are ghosts. Just... A top-tier concept. Mm. Frank Bannister is also a fucking great character. Great name. Great name. Great character. Great character. Great uh, idea of... Like, just the fact that he's, like, a bit of a piece of shit with a bit of a heart of gold. Like, (laughs) just... Some shit's happened to him. Yeah. Yeah. And just just all of his weird eccentricities, the fact that he lives in a house that's, like, not finished, the fact that his car is a huge piece of shit. Drives (laughs) like a maniac. Drives like a... Which... (laughs) He shouldn't. In hindsight, he's <laughs> wild. No, I think his thing is like, I've already basically died sort of thing. Right. So, whatever. Yeah. yeah I think he doesn't please. give a fuck, does he? Yeah. I think so. That's yeah. yeah. And he's around ghosts all the time. Yeah. And also performed superbly and beautifully yeah. by Michael J. Fox. Yeah, yeah. Just, just embodies that whole Frank Bannister. He's a fuck. 10 out of 10 for that character and that concept. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And for Trini too, obviously. <laughs> Uh, Lucy's the character. Yep, sure. Yep. 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 She's pretty good. Fantastic. She's pretty good. Yep. Should have won an Oscar. Pretty Should have won an Oscar. Should have won an Oscar. She's fantastic and I won't hear a bad word about her. Right, just because you're crushing on her, yeah. mate. I did love her when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't even think I watched this when I was a kid. I cannot remember the first time I watched it. Who who wins out of her and Jolly Richardson? Oh, Jolly Richardson every fucking day of the week. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <What a> dumb <laughs> question, Damon. Now I see how you're oh, crushed. day of the works. week. Yeah, yeah. Nah, Jolly's the best. Okay. Everybody should watch Loch Ness. <laughs> And everything she's in. Yeah. Fuck, she's good. But yeah, so the the concept of him being a con man who uses ghosts, it's a real shame they kind of lost that what, a third of the way through. Yeah. That's enough of a concept for a film. Yeah. Or a TV show. It's just great. Yeah. And they, they throw 100 different things at it. And we should note that we did watch a director's cut. Yes. Because yeah. there is some stuff in the back half of it that it's like, whew, like tonally, 
It starts off Sean, in a fun way. Yeah, d- don't talk around it. Just say, what's the stuff? Would that be oh, that uh, someone- Nazi guy who Nazi was involved guy. with like, Charles Manson it, and was sex in sex slave. cults? And, yeah, he was a sex slave and yeah. just fucked. It's crazy. Fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The start of the movie, like the first half of it, is more of like a nearly like a family blockbuster type. Yeah, with, with horror yeah. vibes. And then it just becomes like very, very fucked. Yes. Mm. Super fucked. We get a literal like uh, mass shooting. Yeah. So much so that, yeah, I read that this- this wasn't shown in, in Tasmania when it first came out because of the Port Arthur shooting. Yeah. So, like, yeah, obviously it was too realistic and too well done, which is, like, the tonal whiplash from that where at the start we've got these goofy ghosts who are, like, wisecracking with the useless uh, Frank Bannister and he's, yeah. like, such a schmuck. It's crazy to go from that to a literal guy who comes who's, like, a Nazi sex slave. Yeah. And that we, we see the school, we see the shooting, we see the two people doing the shooting, having a fucking glorious or orgastic time around yeah. it. Like it's, it's very uneven. Yeah. Yes. And I like the director's cut, I think only emphasized that. I don't know if that would have been, I think yeah. it still would have been uneven, even in the original theatrical cut, but yeah. Oof, yeah. I, I do think this is a movie that sort of diminishes each time I rewatch it. You reckon? I, yeah, it does. I remember loving it the first time, not as much the next time. And then this is probably the third time I've watched it. And I'm just like, eh. Like it's there's great parts of Some, it. Yeah. Excellent ideas, too many ideas. And then um, the the fucked ideas overpower it in the back half. Yeah. They're hard to, to get past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't need to show. The shooting, like the killings, and definitely hospital. not, definitely not. This is if this is meant we to be a family know that it's movie. Happened. You've yeah. done enough by showing like the news footage at the start. We don't need to go back and recreate that and have yeah. them see it. Like we already know that he did it. The only reason to do it is to be like to solve a mystery. Mm. Like you would only show that if it wasn't actually them; it was somebody else. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. They just <laughs> PJ seems to get enjoyment out of filming that and showing that, and it's just wild. It is, yeah, it is. And then like the the FBI character Milton Dammers. I was a big fan when he first came on board. I'm like, oh, this is such a funny character to have this FBI agent who's like just a bit cooked yeah, and he's like tweaked, yeah. can't enter the room and he's like- and he's Has like, hemorrhoids. Has hemorrhoids, yeah. seemed very nervous. Like, I, And I thought the performance was really good. But then again, it does that same thing where it starts off as this is a comedy horror movie and then it ends up with him being the most cooked character just about, other than the guy who's trying to get the highest kill count. But, but not by much. Like, yeah. And where at the start, he was a goofy, fun, good comedy character. And then by the end, he was this tortured Manson sex slave who yeah. was going to murder people for no real reason. And like looked at Michael J. Fox's character after being imprisoned and lost all hope. And he's like, oh, good. He's going to kill himself now. Like, yeah. yeah. Cases like this always suicide. Yeah. yeah. Not, like just so bizarre. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The deputy's like, oh, we don't have, actually have evidence to, right. to get him. And he goes, does it matter? He's going to suicide long before then. And it's like, what the fuck, mate? Yeah. He's, um, it is, yeah. I, I think that's it. I think, Damo, uneven is the perfect word. Mm. It is. There is so much happening. It feels like two films. Yeah. yeah. Even more. Maybe more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, because you could, you could still have some kind of ghost monster killing ghosts and humans and it'd just be a yeah, serial yeah. killer. But you don't then have to have the plot point involving, like you still, you could just have him being arrested by that. You could just get rid of, like, although I do love aspects of that performance as the FBI agent. I, I agree. I really like at the start. And I think one of you guys at some point referenced um, Roger Rabbit at some point. And I thought, oh, this could have a scene. Instead of tunes, we've got ghosts, right? And so even having a killer that can kill ghosts, that's a really great idea as well because now yeah. we've just got to solve the case of who this ghost slash human killer is. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, if they kept that tone of that first 40 minutes where we've got these wacky ghosts, we've got a mystery, we've got a still an interesting villain because it can kill ghosts as well as people, 
and then just keep, stretch that out to what, to what it should have been rather than go, okay, now we're going to spin it in this whole other very dark storyline. I'll tell you another thing that post that first probably 40 minutes where we should have known that this movie was just like it spun out of control mm. is we all sat there and started to like, who would you cast in a remake of this? Yeah. <laughs> That's something yeah. we typically do when a movie is not very good. Yeah, we're trying to have a yeah. nice chat over <laughs> the top of it. Yeah. I still liked it. You were still there trying to give it the Tom bump, but yeah. I think maybe Damo and I were like, hmm, how could you improve this? How could you make it better with Jake Johnson? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he'd, be per- he'd be good. Although I still think perfect, Michael yeah. J. Fox is, a- is perfect. Michael J. Fox for his oh, time is perfect. Fantastic. Yeah. We're yeah, just saying yeah, yeah. If, if you were to make a modern remake, yeah, get him in. Forget how much sort of charisma Fox has yeah. in things. Oh, yeah. Like he's just so his energy and, and, and yeah, yeah. his energy's great. He's just like he's a like in this he's a piece of shit who manages to just kind of weasel his way in and out of so many things. Yeah. It's just ah, oh, it's fantastic. Just that scene at the very start when he's handing in his business card and the guy tells him to fuck off and he just, he just throws, throws them all. Yeah. <laughs> and he does like the worst throw ever. Yeah. And he drives through the fence. Yeah. And then when they call him back to get rid of the ghost, he drives through the fence again. <laughs> and then I could charge you $450 or we could just call the fence even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's great. Very good. That's nah, fantastic. And then even then, like we've got the dumbass uh, husband of, yeah. of her and even that comedy character fits in that first 40 minutes. Like, yeah. And, then, and even like judge the other ghost who's like the jaw keeps falling off the dog's eating the jaw like this is a very different movie to what we see in the back yeah. half yeah well judge and t- judges judge. mm. yeah that, that's the that's the friggin tipping point yeah yeah where judge basically what fucks a mummy yeah and, and then, then says i like it when they don't move yeah it's mm. um it's it's either a, it's i it's can't a, remember that his couple of lines before that are all him talking about his dick i think yeah, yeah. i just can't remember what they are now his um his ectoplasm's all dried up but he gets it back again because he yeah. shoots the uh yeah. and then the, he says i'm back and then says that don't call me the hanging judge that's it and then he fucks a mummy yeah, yeah. so it's either it, it's a bad joke because it's about bad sex or it's a bad joke because it's about necrophilia. Mm. I don't know. I think either way you play it, it's a bad joke. I just... And then, happily, though, he then gets killed immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did have one interesting uh, fact about the judge, which was so Michael J. Fox repeatedly blew his lines because he kept calling the judge Doc because he's so used to having that older character that he's got this high energy Doc, we got to go do whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking great. That's great, isn't it? That's very funny. What else is very funny, boys, is that um, Peter Jackson makes a bunch of... Absolutely fucking cooked movies. Hmm. Then makes this, and then at some point, New Line are like, "I reckon this is the guy to make a four hundred million dollar franchise." Yes, yeah. crazy. <laughs> just like, fucking just bonkers. I mean, his career as is as uneven as this movie. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Absolute chaos. I do love him. He's great. Yep. I recently, so I caught up with my dad around Christmas time, and my dad's not a movie guy, but. I have this great memory of seeing Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring in the cinema for the first time. I would have been like 12 years old and it was like, at the time, we all probably experienced this, the greatest thing we've ever seen. It's kind of like us seeing Star Wars as kids. Yeah. Yeah. And I went with dad and their credits roll, fades out. I turn to him. I'm excited to be like, best movie ever. He's asleep. He's been asleep for pretty much the whole thing. He's just not a movie guy. He took his shoes off and he was just out. I didn't realize because I was so into the movie. So my dad... Hasn't seen Lord of the Rings, basically. Right. Wouldn't have seen any of the follow-ups. Wouldn't have seen any of Peter Jackson's work beyond that. Yeah. And at Christmas, my dad's a Beatles fan. And yeah. I go, oh, Peter Jackson's done this Beatles documentary. You might be into it. And he was like, Peter Jackson directed that? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, jeez, he's on a roll. And I'm thinking, <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you remember Lord 
of the Rings and then 20 years later, the Beatles. And that's PJ on a roll? Like, what the fuck? He's on a roll. Yeah. He was just so pumped for him. Like, oh, he's on a roll. This guy can't be stopped. We literally had the 20 year anniversary of Lord of the Rings this year. They've re-released Lord of the Rings so many fucking times. It's such a a big film franchise. I just love that. Because there's no way that my dad's seen anything by Peter Jackson. That's adorable. He's just like, he's on a roll. Yeah. That's... (laughs) He's on a roll because he did Fellowship when you were 12. Yeah. And now you're in your 30s and he's done a doco on the Beatles. Yeah. Which my dad won't watch anyway. (laughs) I can't wait for 20 years from now to be like, oh, this is film directed by uh, Peter Jackson. Still on a roll. This guy can't be stopped. (laughs) Oh, man. Three films in 60 years. That's great. But yeah, great director. It's cool to see. This would have been the biggest budget thing he'd done. In fact, I think this would have been probably his first Hollywood film because everything else would have been very small New Zealand stuff. Heavenly Creatures would have come before this, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which Damon and I were talking earlier. I think it got a couple, maybe one. Oscar nomination or something like that. So it got a yeah. lot of buzz. Heavenly Creatures get him this. Yes, exactly. Yeah, right. So Zemeckis yeah. saw Heavenly Creatures. Yeah. And then I think him him and um, his co-writer friend Walsh. Yes. Zemeckis wanted to just chat with them. They, they pitched this idea for the Frighteners. Or maybe Zemeckis already had the idea and got them to write. I can't remember. I think it was something along those lines. Yeah. And this is also around the same time, Peter Jackson, he's sort of having meetings in Hollywood and he's potentially developing a Friday the 13th movie. Mm. He was on board at one point to maybe do Planet of the Apes before Tim Burton came on <sighs> wow. with Marky Wahlberg. So that would have been quite different. I think yeah. though, I think he would have been a good fit for playing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think yeah. he would have too because it would yeah. have been that like it would have been that pastiche hokey. Kind yeah, of movie. yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, he made this is so it's so bizarre. Peter Jackson as a filmmaker is people are like he's now this prestigious, mm. huge franchise. He then does the like the Hobbit, which yeah. whatever you think about them, but they're still big movies. Yeah, yeah. King Kong, Tintin. Like he's seen as this big, big mm. guy, but like his start is just grot. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. the grottiest <laughs> filmmaker. Yeah, he's the guy. Of all time. Never went to film school. Just made. I think it was Brain Dead. Yeah, made it on the weekends with his friends. And mm. It's just fucked and violent and crazy. And yeah. it was like a calling card. And people were like, all right, what's this guy doing? He's like, he's a very interesting dude. Like, obviously. One, being a filmmaker who's come from New Zealand, which, you know, obviously now has a few good filmmakers come out of there, which yep. is great. But the fact that he just sort of worked his way into a career, made it as big as you can in Hollywood, and he's like, everything I shoot is getting done in New Zealand. I it's love great. New Zealand. It's I great love for it. New Zealand, for jobs, for, you know, we were talking about Weta, mm. the company that he yeah, sold yeah. recently, but, like, that's just exploded as well. It's well, huge. even that, that's been a big part of his career is to literally yeah. start this effects company and now it's, like, yeah. one of the biggest ones in the world. Yeah, and to use his films as a showcase for what his guys can do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really incredible. Very cool. But yeah, it's cool to watch him take his first big steps into, like, Mm. bigger set pieces and things yeah like. and I think the visuals in this were really good like yeah. obviously they're, they're dated a bit now yeah. but for but the time wise was... he brings a chaotic different sort of energy to it whereas yeah. like probably a lot of Hollywood films in that 90s period films like this would have just been more of a set sort of camera yeah, whereas he's sure. just happy to just fucking do crazy shit Swing it around that, yeah. that scene where um the Milton is interrogating Oh, there's about 700 different cameras. It's just <laughs> rotating. Like, yeah. The, yeah. It's so wild. And then it goes from rotating to Dutch angles to extreme close-ups of his eyes and too many of his teeth. So yeah. many of the yeah. mouth. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's, yeah. it's wild. I've just, just looking through Peter Jackson's filmography, it is, it is, again, it is insane that the director who made Lord of the Rings, mm. one of the biggest franchises of all time, also made Meet the Feebles. Yeah, I've never seen Meet the Feebles. fucked. But it's like a puppet fucked movie. It's yeah? like, what if the Muppets were fucking awful? Yeah. Right. Like, what if the Muppets were horny yeah. and did drugs? Yeah. It's yeah. It's just insane that... Good on him, I reckon. Yeah. Good. 
He, he, he had retired. to stick to his guns because I've read um, books about him and stuff and people were like, oh, you're one of the only you know, New Zealand filmmakers that we're giving funding money to mm. and you're making this filth. Like, there was pressure on him to make things that weren't as fucked as that, but he right. stood by his guns, you know? It's, it, is, it is interesting. Like, I guess, like, you look at, you know, filmmakers come out of New Zealand, you've got, like, your Peter Jacksons, your Taika Waititi's, mm. and then it's then, like, Jane Campion. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's so, so bizarre. Whereas it feels like Australian directors all feel similar. Mm, yeah. Mm. But for, for, for New Zealand, it's like, Jane Campion, who's making these searing, blistering, brilliant dramas, yeah. meet the feebles what we do in the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. then one of them makes The Lord of the Rings, and then the other one makes uh, Half of the World of People. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's great. Um, well, I also read that originally this was planned as a Tales of the Crypt. That's yeah, okay, part yeah, of that, that series. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then Zemankis basically liked the script so much, he thought, no, nah, this should stand on its own. Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, like it's had an interesting history. And I'm like, I'm a, it's a bit of a shame we... Obviously, like we could really only get the the director's cut seems to be the one that's out there now. But I think I would have preferred the theatrical cut. It, it felt a little long, and then obviously some of the cook stuff that was in it felt wrong. Yeah, for for the reasons we've already described. So I think like I think there's a there's an even better movie hiding in this movie. Like yeah. I'd love to do another re edit and just focus on that first forty minutes and sort of play with that stuff in the back half. Yeah. Because you've got Trini, who obviously, I don't know if I've said this, I love her. I think she's fantastic. Oh, do you love yep. her? Yep. Oh. Um, so her character, Lucy, she's, she's, she's uh, she did, I think. I think I'll remember that. For this. <laughs> yeah, I think she won in high school. Let's just assume she did. We don't need to look it up, Tom. Okay. She's great, but they kind of have two or three scenes together, really. Yeah, and then at right. the end, they're in love. And deeply, it's just deeply like, in love. Spend more time on them. Yeah. And it's a nice story. It's yeah, about him yeah. healing, you know, the, the, the wounds that he's got from his past. It even just makes it muddy by giving her a husband. Yeah. You don't need the husband to introduce these characters. No, you could have a shitty boyfriend. Yeah. Like, that's easy enough. Yeah. yeah. Or, or not even. Like, like maybe she- find a different way for them to, to meet. Right, to right. She could have been the doctor of someone who had died and he meets yeah. her at the funeral. Or, you know, well, I re- I, the, the plot point I really liked in this, which was, to me, it should have been the final act. Yeah. Which is where, because she's a doctor- she is able to put him in a state that basically is like death and he gets to fight this this ghost monster on the astral plane or whatever yeah. you're going to call it. Which is great because he's going to just shoot himself in the head. Right. Like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I love that he's, he's like, oh, I've got a, what does he say? I've got to um, have an out-of-body experience. And I've got to have it quick. <laughs> which just sounds like you'd meditate. Right. Yeah. But he's like, no, I'm going to shoot myself in the head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, to me, that should have been, like, again, if we're looking at the tone of the first 40 minutes... That actually fits pretty well. It's like, oh, it's a bit of a twist. It's a little dark without being too dark because we know he's going to come back to life. Yeah. Uh, and and it's clever. It draws in her character because she's a doctor, so she's the only one who can do this. And then we have this great battle of, of him now as a ghost fighting a ghost. Like, yeah. that works really well for me. I think that's actually when the movie should have ended. Well, yeah, he should kill the bad guy yeah. rather than be sucked out just before he does. And then we still have the, the drama of Nazi FBI guy trying yeah. to stop her bringing him back from life. So there's still heightened drama there. Yeah. His character still gets to play out, but she ends up beating him, brings him back to life, happy days. Yeah. Would have been a great end to this movie. Yeah, he doesn't need to kidnap her and take her to the cemetery or whatever. He can just- yeah. Are they at the hospital? Just at the hospital, that? that's yeah. it. Chase that's her around the hospital and she's Perfect. got that timer, you know. Keep yeah. looking at your watch. You've got to get back. Was it 20 minutes she's going to bring him something back like to life? Something like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be great. That could I think, be great. I think that, and then it would have cut out 30 minutes. It would have cut out all the cook stuff we didn't need anyway. Yeah. And then- And then you could have shown the movie in Tasmania. And then you could have shown the movie in Tassie, yeah. yeah. Because that is, like, that's just gratuitous shit at the end. Yes. You don't need to it's see It's really gleeful. It's, 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 it is his grotty side mm-hmm. from his early movies yeah. coming in a bit. Well, no, I feel like that's more in the- Even just in the weird, like, I think- Now that I'm thinking about it, I think the guy fucking the mummy, that's the- 
that's the Peter that's the Peter Jackson that's the grubby Jackson we've uh, we know and love. <laughs> yeah, I I also think it feels weird to me watching it where you don't need the Patricia character at mm. all. No, no, I agree. You yeah. could just have him be a bad guy. He's come back. And it could just be like you could still have it be a bit of a black comedy, bit funny. In mm. that he's got to hell and found out that people have killed more people than me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck you. So oh, I'm coming back. Right. I'm gonna beat the record. Yeah. Because that is funny. It just becomes yuck when you do actually then see him. Yeah, killing yeah. everybody in the flashback and enjoying it so much. If it's just and, a yeah. kind of shitty, horrible guy who's gone to hell and he's not the best, and he's like, I got to be better. Then yeah. that, there is some comedy in that. Yeah. 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 Bleak comedy. Yeah. As sure. long as he gets fuck, fucked up at the end. Which right. is yeah. 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 But yeah, Damar completely agree. Mm. It could have ended there. It could have been a tight 90 and it would have been great. I think it would have really And then, really yeah, sprinkle it. a few more scenes of Lucy and, and um, mm. Frank together to yeah. build that relationship. relationship in a more meaningful way. Like, yeah, it could yeah. even be them trying to figure out, they have that mystery element of them figuring out, well, how is this ghost killing other ghosts and, and what's the history? Obviously- that's given to us within the first five minutes. So don't sh- basically tell us who the ghost is in the first five minutes because that was obvious to anyone watching it. Yeah. Keep that a bit more of a secret and pepper it through. They together trying to solve this mystery, fall in love, and then, yeah, you get yeah. that nice side of it too. Yeah, definitely. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. All right, were we scared? Nah, nah. But first time I watched it, I remember the wall ghost yeah. monster thing being terrifying. Yeah, I think if you were a kid and you watched it, you'd be like, fucking hell. Yeah, I agree. I think the, the effects of the wall thing, that was we've seen that in a few other movies now where you know, someone pushes through the wall. That was This movie was definitely the first time I ever saw it. Yeah. And I think what makes it really good is it's not just the walls. Like the walls, you, but it's like, it's the timber work. It's the doorway. It's if you're under the table, it's coming through. I think that is like, yeah, you can't avoid this thing. Like there's something really creepy and gross about it. Because yeah, you've seen it in other things where it's just a wall. Yeah. And you can just run away. Yeah. And you can picture just someone, it's like, oh, it's a latex wall and someone's just pushing through it. Yeah. But because this moves through everything. Yeah. That's a cool effect. Even that that fight scene where they're at the house and it's pushing through the, the portrait. Mm. That's good. That was quite good too. It goes out one side and then he grabs it and it turns around and comes back the other way. Yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, this time watching that, no, yeah, not scared. But uh, this is one of the... I did watch this movie as a younger... Yeah, how how old roughly do you reckon you were? 
I really can't remember. I, can't, I think it was actually probably like teenage years. Yeah. And how old were you, Tom? Oh, I reckon I would have been maybe 12. Yeah. At prime time for you. Perfect era. Yeah. yeah. I probably watched it when I was like, it would have been after Lord of the Rings for sure. I would have been like going back through uh, maybe 15 or 16. Yeah. Probably. yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting one too that, like you said, it's aimed at families and there is some cooked shit in. Mm. Probably one of the most disturbing parts of the whole movie is hell. Mm. Oh, when, yeah. When like- yeah. It is a giant worm that eats you and then all of these other worms with hooks like go through your eyes and holes. Yes. And then you get you just go down into a vault. Like, hell's bad, guys. Hell is not good. It's a real fucked depiction of it too. It's not just like they get sucked down into fire or Right. Like, it's fucked. <laughs> don't do bad shit. Don't do, yeah. don't kill forty one people. Yeah, yeah, don't don't go for that MVP. Don't go don't, for that highest number. You don't need to. You don't need it. It's you don't need worth to. it. All right, did our characters act wisely or foolishly? Frank's pretty clever, except there are well, a couple of times where he makes dumb choices. Yeah. Like, he, he's, again, his intent is usually pretty good. <laughs> the guy's like, I need to have an out-of-body experience, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I'll pull a gun on myself. He's pretty clever. Is that even a real gun? <laughs> he's know. got the water gun. Is that his just yeah. the holy water? <laughs> right. No, he's got, um, he's got the FBI guy's gun. Ah, oh, because oh, remember right, they right. punch him so hard, his gun flies up? <laughs> That's right. They gives him a little kick and it goes, whoop, just yeah. pops up yeah. in the air. Yeah. But yeah, I, like... That aside, mm. I think he immediately identifies that this thing's fucked, so he goes after it. Right. And he, he does kind of pursue it, and he's switched onto it. Yeah. So he's got that going for him. Yeah, yeah. But in the Foolishly camp, fuck, it takes him a long time to work out what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not even a hard mystery. No, no. It's the most obvious <laughs> and mystery of all time. he just takes so fucking long to work it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just too long. Mm. Especially because he has the capacity to, to actually... Touch ghosts to some degree. Like, we see him push ghosts and this sort of stuff. So, like, he is literally the only person who can defeat this thing in a physical, any kind of physical combat. Even though the rules aren't as clear as They're very be. fluid. Yeah, they're yeah. very fluid. When the ghosts can touch you and when they can't. I think he knows. said while watching it, oh, it's just like whatever's convenient for the writing. Right, right? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, whatever we need to do, we can, which, yeah, not yeah. Um, I actually think Trini is not that smart. <laughs> well. I did not expect to be attacked sure, by my dear friend <laughs> sure. here today. Look, that's if a second one jumps on board. That's pretty bad, Damo. Oh, <laughs> but I agree. <laughs> now, look, I'm I'm okay with that. I'll be honest. I went into this heavy on Trini. Yeah, I was like, boys, just going to let you know. Love this woman. Sean's going to get a bit steamy throughout this movie. Diminishing returns of the oh, film. Okay. A diminishing returns for Trini as well. She's okay in it. Yeah, she's yeah. all right. She's she, all right. Yeah, I think she does. She does pretty well. I think she's quite likable. Yeah. But she doesn't actually have a lot to do and... And she keeps like... So, for her character, there are a few inconsistencies. One, she keeps saying that Michael J. Fox's character is a good guy. Yeah. When... There's no evidence. There's no evidence of this. He and, literally conned we you. also know that he's not. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that was a thing. I really wanted there to be a moment where she finds out he, he conned her. Yeah. And for that to be a wound, for that to be an argument. Yeah. And it just never is. She just kind of like praises this guy. Yeah. The film you watch, you get to the end of it and you go, you guys shouldn't end up together. No. There's like the, you've given us nothing to really suggest that you should. Yes. Other than you've shared a fucked experience fighting ghosts. Yeah. Which she can't even see. Well, now Until the end. But then also her going back into the house and believing um, what's her name? Patricia. Patricia. Yeah, very stupid. Ridiculous. Like, it's so obvious what's going on there. Yeah. And she keeps going. Like, she goes back to that house, what, twice, is it? Yeah. But even going back alone at the end. Yeah. Does she realise Frank's doing the out-of-body thing to stop the Reaper from getting her? I don't know. Does he ever explain that to her? No, you know, she says it felt like something was great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. but, so if she knows that that's what he's doing and then she brings him back, he hasn't quite got the job done mm. and then, you know, he's got to recover for a minute and she's like, i got to go save Patricia. Right. Like, don't you realise you're still in danger? 
Right. Can I, you go, all right, put him back down again yeah. if you can. Like, At the very least, just talk to him and be like, can you just tell me what happened in there? Did you save the day or like, yeah. what's going on here? So that's a really foolish decision to leave Frank and go. Also, another, again, I don't want to shit too much on it, but like the setting up that the, the ashes need to get on consecrated, what's, yeah. what's the term? Consecrated ground. Consecrated ground. I don't think that was set up until no. they literally just grab the ash and go, oh, we've got to get it to a church. Well, he, he says that. She's like, well, what do we do? And he says, You've got to, we've got to take right, it to a church. Right, but as that being a major plot point, I feel like that should have been set up earlier. Oh, this is the problem with the tonal fuckery of a movie. Right. Where it's like basically nothing that of substance for the back half of it was really set up in the it first It felt like it was all. getting written as they filmed. Well, <laughs> we talked about how on Lord of the Rings- um, there's a special behind the scenes thing where one of the hobbits is kind of like, they're just giving me my pages every day. Like every morning I come in and get my new pages and Peter Jackson jokingly, he's like, shh, don't tell them that. <laughs> they're rewriting every day. Yeah. So it's a miracle that that film turned into something incredible. So yeah, maybe that's the case what here. PJ it? loves to rewrite shit on the fly. As on the fly. And I think it shows because obviously we're talking about how uneven it is. Do you think he's such an excitable guy who just loves cinema and loves gore and like doing fuck yeah. shit that he'll just think of something like oh wouldn't it be cool if we do this yeah and no one pulls it up and goes but how does that tie um, in, you know, tie in yeah. with what we've previously done I, I bet there's a bit of that i going. think that's what's happening too yeah. because again that feels like that is literally how you beat this monster mm. one i think they already figured out a way to do it like if he'd swung the grim reaper thing into him yeah. earlier on that would have actually been a great ending yeah Okay, it's not the ending we got, fine. But then, then the new ending is, yeah, okay, if you find his ashes. So then there's not even like, oh, we've got to find his ashes. Where could they possibly be? And there's like the mystery and the hunt for those. It's literally just like, oh, look, these happen to be his ashes. Yeah. What do we do with them? Oh, we take them to a church. Yeah. Like, there's no setup for that, in which case it's just unsatisfying. Yeah, big time. It's an unsatisfying film. Yeah. Still giving it a four, Tom? I did, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm not changing my mind. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. No, good. I, you, tried, you tried for a Tom bump. It didn't quite work on us, but if it works for you, it works, and I'm happy for you. You, you resisted that. the Sean and Damo drop, so well done you. Yeah, I'm always going to. Uh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind the the whole ashes thing being a thing, like because because Frank just has all this information. No one's asked him about how ashes work at any yeah. point. For you, Tom, is it like a matter of that's so late in the movie that you're like, I've already committed to the craziness of this movie. Yeah, I think like, so. Just throw a bit more shit at me. I yeah, right. Yeah. It's yeah. That's that's weirdly. I'm okay with that. What's more weird is Lucy's insistence that she's believing the wrong person. Right. It's just so. At that point, it's so patently obvious. It's mm. yeah. It's frustrating. Charlie Richardson wouldn't do it. I tell you. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she might. No. 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 <laughs> All right, how would we do in this situation? So we can see ghosts and we yeah, run yeah, yeah. Scaredy Boys Exorcism Services. Yeah. yeah. We've um, got a whole slew of uh, of ghost pals who are doing the dirty. I think we I think we go I think we're better. I think we actually solve this pretty quickly. Yeah. Cuz we're we're A, we picked it watching the film. Yes. So I feel like if we were presented <laughs> with the same information we'd be like bang we know exactly what this is. Yeah. We're probably we function a little better too probably. Mm. You yep. probably haven't have the trauma of our wife is dead. <laughs> yeah. Now, right. Collective scaredy boy wife is not dead yeah. and Jolly um, Richardson. Yeah, Jolly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I'm rattled. <laughs> <laughs> you just thought about being married to Jolly Richardson with your uh, two best friends. What a world. What a world. Um no, yeah, I, I think we would. Yeah, I think we'd be fine. Yeah, like I'm actually pretty confident too because this isn't a hard one because the movie yeah. hasn't made it hard. No, exactly. Yeah. There's actually multiple ways to kill this thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got to choose one and go for it. Yeah, it's just so obvious who it is too from from so far out. Yeah, that, yeah. We've got time. Yep. We've got the skills. We've got some ghosts to help us. Yeah. We'll rein them in so they're not having sex with fucking museum exhibits. <laughs> yep. yeah. yeah. I think I think you can set a trap. Like, if you use your other ghost powers to sort of set a bit of a trap, especially if you see, if you're able to see who you want to kill next, great. They're your bait. Trap them in. 
Dude, yeah, indeed. Frank never really takes agency. It's kind of like he's just stumbling into the next thing and the yeah, next thing and yeah. the next thing where it's like you're dealing with they're two loved up criminals, murderers who are just like they're dipshits as well. Yeah, yeah right. They're yeah. fucking idiots. Yeah. yeah. You could just easily be like, uh, what's the guy's name again? The Jake Busey character? Bartlett? Bartlett or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You could just be like, hey, I heard there's like 500 people you can kill in this location and he's there and he's in your trap and you've got him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. tempt him with statistics. That's all he fucking cares about. <laughs> so I think, I think we actually solve the problem easily, but mm. then I think it becomes about, all right, how 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 much money do we make being con artists with our team of guys? Yes, <laughs> we get to we solve the we solve the mystery. Are we building? Are we like we've got a studio, a recording yeah, studio right. that's not finished building? <laughs> we um yeah, it's, it does feel like because I spend... put a basketball court out the front <laughs> <laughs> instead of a garden. <laughs> what I love, fuck the flashback where he has long hair. No, it's <laughs> just yeah, so it's great. great. Like what, good what, choice. Like was he just like. He was an architect, so he's got cool long hair and yeah. he built yeah. a basketball court instead of a garden. Here's here's my question. She goes out and she sees that he's built a garden yeah. where the basketball court was. But like that doesn't actually address whether the FBI agent is lying about that fact right, or not. Right. Like, did they actually have that fight? And if so, he's then been forgiven by his dead wife to bone away when he gets to heaven. <laughs> yeah. This movie's fucking cooked. It's crazy. Five stars. Did he just go off the road or did they ever show like a reason for him going off the road? He's going too fast, I think. Yeah, okay. Because I thought, when I originally watched it, I thought you're going to get like a moment where like the Grim Reaper's there on the road and yeah, he had to right. steer off or something. Like it wasn't actually his fault. But they never really addressed the fact that you just drive like a lunatic. You got in a fight with your wife and you killed her, basically. Well, I no, the Grim Reaper, the guy still comes he in and squeezes her, her yeah. heart and does yeah. the heart squeezy thing and then girlfriend carves the number into her forehead so it's technically not his fault but kind of his fault he still drove off the fucking road also why did no one in that like that town had such a horrifically famous murder yeah and then years later someone else has died yeah with like with a uh, number carved into their head that's like with these kind of like serial killer cases right where they leave a calling card surely that's like a key feature of the news stories that yes and the numbers numbers were carved in their heads yeah and he's like, wait, numbers are carved in your... Like, surely you know that fact. Yeah. Isn't Everyone that why, knows that fact. Isn't that why we get the FBI guy come in, though? No, he's there because it's um a mass heart attacky thing. Yeah. Oh, so it's not even a numbers-related no, thing. No, it's no. It's not like, oh, there's, a, that, that, there's that old case. We better send a big gun in. No. No. It's actually weird. so weird that he's there. He just doesn't need to be in the movie. <laughs> nah, not at all. Well, yeah. like, I don't... But I, I love him being there. So I get, as a comedy, I get him. That first 40 minutes as a comedy character, I really like him. Yeah. I think as a secondary antagonist so that um the doctor can fight him when he's having these heart... These yeah. under. It sucks that they bring him in comedically and it's like, hey, do you trust me to make you laugh now? Yeah, I do, mate. I do. Yeah. And then I was a sex slave. And it's like, fuck. I was a Nazi <laughs> sex slave. It's just, yeah. Damn, PJ. <laughs> For my country. You're not on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> he is now. Yeah. Is he? Well, yeah, because he's made uh, the Beatles doco. Okay. okay. He yeah. went, mate, come on. Look at this guy's career. He did Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring. Yeah. 20 years later. <laughs> 20 years later. <laughs> and then the Beatles. <laughs> guys on a roll. Yeah. She just email him and go, hey, PJ, you can take a 20-year break now. It's fine. <laughs> Your status will not sink. You're, you're as high as can be. In the eyes of my father. <laughs> In the eyes of Papa Cardi. <laughs> You're on a roll. <laughs> well, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you scary listeners would like to suggest a movie or just say hi, you can email us at 3 at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm a Carney from 55. I'm an awkward trade. Stay scared, everyone. Oh, Jolly Richardson every fucking day of the week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 